it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where like we do every single week, we try to answer humanity's big questions. You know, things about religion and life and what's the whole purpose of everything. But most importantly, how do you spell humanity? I think it's sort of the big question we all need the answer to. Is it I before A in this situation? Anonymity? Is it like yeah, like an enemy? An enemy? An enemy? I know it's, it's at like least what it is. it's at least four letters long. We'll figure it out. Uh, in the meantime, we'll post it up on the Facebook page if we if we've written how to spell it. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to break down some Marvel stuff and most importantly, uh, Blade, Blade Trinity. Happy Halloween! Hey, yeah, this what day is it, Coach? Best day, the best day of the year. Actually, it's fine. Unless you're a religious fanatic, then it's the it's the devil's the devil's eve. Not is good. I mean, bad. I don't know. It bad always weirds me out to think about like now that I'm an adult. It's not like a national holiday. Like no one gets school off. No one gets work. No one gets anything. Nope. Nope. And like now trick or treating is like from six to six forty five. Like it's barely even a holiday anymore. It feels like. But they they won't. They're never gonna let it go because it has become a corporate holiday and. People make bank on those costumes once a year. Boom, kid drop. You know, you got four kids. They each want a fifty dollars costume. Commerce, baby. I do like I do like money, so I get it. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna for our little Halloween special. Our episode is gonna be a marvelous depths of Blade Trinity and why I don't hate it and why you do. I think it's sort of yeah, that's kind of what it's gonna come down to. I I just think it's it's so there there are shining things in it, but it's still. A pile of garbage. There's definitely enough things in it, and I think we'll, we'll you'll. I think my explanation of why I love them, why I love this movie, sort of in a in a weird way, will make sense. Uh, I think the names, the actors, are obviously a big deal. This could be Ryan Reynolds. I mean, that's that's Plus good stuff. Nice. You, you get Triple H, uh, Dominic Triple H coming Purcell. in. I think it's Dominic Purcell. It was also Heat Wave and Legends mm-hmm. of Tomorrow. And uh, the original brother that was in prison in Prison Break. So, kind of neat. He's known well enough. All right, before, we, before we get into anything about the movie and, and all the stuff we sort of sort of know about it and all that good stuff. Do you remember watching this yes. the first time? Or you'd go yep. on, you, you'd see, you do remember that experience? Was it, was it, was it just as terrible back then? It's do you remember? interesting because um, this was 2004. So, I was very young and... It's it's interesting because I think this movie might have been the one that was watched the most due to the actors. And the first one came out in 98. The only other superhero movies that had come out like were coming out at that point were the Batman movies, which were losing relevance. People were not a big fan of Batman and Robin. We hadn't quite gotten to the X-Men and Tobey Maguire's movies. So we're at this weird in-between era, and this movie's rated R. So it's... It tried to hit a niche that I don't think existed yet. I think the reason Deadpool is so successful is because other superhero franchises have already been established. Like, oh, cool, this Deadpool guy, he switches things up. He can be a rated R. But the fact they, they tried to they tried to jump, I think they jumped the gun a little bit, but they eventually got to cash in on that with uh, Blade 3. 
but it's also yes, the worst yeah. one. I feel like the movies progressively got worse, but more popular as they went on, which is an interesting uh, uh, dynamic. To answer your question, though, my the first time I watched it, I was um, I was nine when it came out, so probably like ten, and it, it was a rated R movie, and I remember feeling super uncomfortable because I was a kid, and they have the the blood farm scene. Mm, I found yeah, that very creepy and like nightmarish when I was uh, younger, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. That's the only was, scene that really got to me. I mean, I, I was okay with gore a little bit at that point, but I also had a bad experience with Jeepers Creepers, and it reminded me of that. Dude, that's so funny that we think about that. Maybe it was because we both watched the Grab Eddies or something. But I, it that was is one movie. Great that Grandma still scares me. on the River, actually, and oh, you were also Grandma. there, and I was far Grandma too young. Grandma Gigi on the it. River, dude. Grandma Gigi that's, on the River. Yep. No, I remember it tough. specifically because I had nightmares for months, and I couldn't watch horror movies until I was like. 13 14 yep and yeah no, they, I, who was the idiot that's like hey know. here's a room full of kids <laughs> we're on a farmhouse go watch jeepers creepers where the guy harvests organs from living people nope didn't love Wolf. it uh yeah that's a good point that's funny to think about i i feel like yeah i was i was a little i'm a little older than you but not by much i was probably 12 13 the first time i watched this but i was in that that part of my life where i i played video games and i played sports and i like I rarely watched movies. I like didn't really watch. I mean, you talk about how you watched Batman and Robin all the time growing up. Oh yeah, I I Constantly. didn't really. I didn't watch a ton of superhero movies. Uh, there was a couple movies I was into. I think they might color my expectations a little bit. I watched this about the time I had discovered the Underworld movies, which is a a series of movies that is very similar to this in that it's all about werewolves and vampires okay. and their secret society. Whereas this is a would you recommend that film franchise? Because I myself have never partaken. Yes. Yeah. No, I think I think some of them are good. Some are bad. Some are they have a lot of the same cheesiness. And I'll kind of hit on it as we talk about this. There's a lot of the same things that are good, same as the things that are bad. Uh, but it's interesting if you kind of are into the whole lore of werewolves and stuff. But I kind of discovered those. And when I watched Blade Trinity the first time, number one, it was the first Blade I watched, which is always a bad way to have any expectations of anything. When you watch movies out of order. I think I had gotten it on like one of those Walmart trio packs back in the day. I think that's how I originally watched it. So my parents, I think sometimes we didn't have cable because we lived like too far out or whatever this, that or the other thing. So we rewatched a lot of movies and they could tell that me and my brother were super into superheroes. And I don't think they checked the rating on that one. They're like, ah, yeah, 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 superhero movie. That's all Josh. I'm glad I didn't yeah, watch so, it with so my fun. younger brothers because I didn't so know that I didn't know Blade was a superhero. I thought it was I thought it was just a vampire movie. I was like, oh cool, oh, a vampire movie. If I had to guess, uh shout out to Nathan Major and Andy Major. I believe it was almost certainly would have just been Nathan's movie. He would have had it because he was, you know quite a bit older than us and he had all the superhero movies and all that stuff so that'd be my guess of how i remember watching it the first time and uh it's an interesting movie i had much less film critique in my body at the time where i just was like oh it I, I back you up there where look when i watched it my yeah my critiquing knowledge was not up to par or like it, at that point Every movie was a good movie. Every movie, hard. yeah, it was. Every movie is a good movie. Out a bad movie from a bunch when you're around that age. I'm yeah, trying to remember every, the first ever movie. I was like, that was just really bad, and I hated it. I can't. I can't. Transformers, uh, Age of Extinction. Honestly, I was like 18 or something. When, like Transformers, Age of Extinction. Watched oh, it. And this is far, actually, or, yeah, it's been it was, a long time. I was like borderline um, an adult. Have you ever seen Strangers starring uh, Liv Tyler? 
No. That's not, okay, that's not there's about 15 lines of dialogue in the entire movie. It's all thriller about this, like, group of murderers that just, they, they pick their victims at random and just break into Liv Tyler's house just to murder her for no specific reason. A lot of people liked it because of the suspense, but I was like, there was no character development. There was absolutely nothing of value oh, in that so movie. Good. Very much like I this movie. hated it. Good. This movie has very little uh, character development, which is That's one of true. the things one of the things I sort of love about it is that except Jessica Biel when she can shoot an arrow faster by doing the exact same pose six times in a row, like that makes any sense. It, it but it does though. Uh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah just gotta increase the. <laughs> you're supposed to increase the the torque, but she didn't do anything to it. She just pulled another arrow. All right, yeah. So let's let's talk about the cast because Jessica Biel, I think, is a huge draw of this movie. I think of at the time anyway. Um, for a lot of different reasons. And huge draw for Justin Timberlake, too. Yeah, we got and Ryan. <laughs> uh, and, of course, Ryan Reynolds. And, I mean, was his name's already been here, so he doesn't there's really count. Some but there's le- a lot lesser. of different mm-hmm. names. Pat Oswalt, uh, Natasha yep. Leone, also in this movie. Like, uh, really random celebrities. Just a collection uh, of them. Triple, Triple H. Um, oh, yeah, that's my guy right the, there. The doctor um, uh, is John Michael Higgins. You know him from, like, the weird... He's in, he's in a ton of things, including the weird singing movies. But, yeah, just a ton of people. You're like, oh, I recognize that person. I recognize that person. And uh, that's one of the that Blade money. So, yeah, yeah. some of that, that sweet, sweet Blade money. The only person I didn't really recognize, um, even upon rewatch, is uh, Dominic Purcell, the guy who plays who plays Drake slash. That is the interesting thing is he, at the point of this movie, I believe had Prison Break started yet? I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, because yeah, so Prison Break. I, don't, I, just, I, I can look think it up. that's two thousand four. So Prison Break. It was close. I know that. But um, I watched this movie before I watched any of his other projects. So now he's retroactively famous. <laughs> like, now when I watch him, I'm like, oh, hey, that's Heat Wave from Legends of Tomorrow. Fair. And the brother from Prison Break. 2005 was the first season of Prison Break. So he no, was already cast and had filmed, I imagine. So, But no one had seen it yet. So never mind. I guess he wasn't necessarily a bigger role for him. But if you guys, uh, you noticed a lot of these people's names we just listed, they have something in common. Uh, they're all very hot. Yep. They're Good all, uh, humans. they have a, uh, they have a specific thing they're going for. Eh, it's just to be hot. Well, maybe, maybe not, maybe not all that hot, but. No, you know. he wasn't supposed he, to be hot. He he's not one of the. Oh, coach, I wanted to, wanted to bring this up on the podcast. I don't, yeah, you might as well bring it up now. Cause we, we're not going to talk about Pat Oswalt at length. If we would have had this podcast back when this came out, can you imagine how much we would have lost our mind on the speculation that, like, ooh, the Fantastic Four exists in this universe because he's wearing the four on his shirt? He did wear the four on his shirt. Uh, you know, and I probably – actually, well, if it happened back then when I was 12, I wouldn't even know what connected okay, universes yeah, mean. But you know, you know what, I mean? what I mean? Yeah, but it, yes. yeah, that's another couple of movies that had just recently come out at that point. So kind of interesting that they they teased that they're like, hey, is yeah, Marvel? it is interesting to think about. There used to be a world where, like, when we made references in Easter eggs, it was just oh, it was that's just a, a funny reference. reference in Easter egg. That's all it was, uh, and and now it's and now yeah. it's everything has to mean confirmation. Something. Yeah, the fly is Sasha Baron <laughs> but it is though. So we were right all along. Exactly. I, yep. is, is kind of I hope they do like one of those in between you know one shots where it actually is him as a fly in one division that would make me really happy <laughs> yeah i mean 
it's a really one that we built our entire podcast on. So if it's not true, what were we doing? Yeah, so let's let's kind of break down this movie into into chunks of what's going on. Uh, yep. We have the whole story about the resurrection of they call him Drake slash do they call him they call him Dracula? Drake, yes. but they have they, yeah they call him Drake the whole movie, but Dracula. They say it at least once. He goes into the Dracula store. And, yeah. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. yeah that, right. that, that, that just reminded me of something. That's the first time I ever heard the word dildo, so that's fun. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Actually, I don't even know if it specifically says it, but you see a Dracula dildo. At the, a great at the one, too. Big so one, on. uh, Yeah, so there's that whole story, which, <laughs> number one, I remember that the opening scene is them then going to this desert, and number one, my favorite part, is that one of the vampires just turns and just gives a big finger right What's to the up? sun. Just like, take that, sun. And See, uh, in my head, I thought it was the helicopter, but the sun makes way more sense. No, it's definitely the sun. It's He's the just, sun. just telling that sun. sun what's up, which uh, i got to be honest with him. He's probably right. What has the sun ever done for you? Uh, skin cancer? Uh, Kept us alive from freezing into a miserable ball of death. But, you know, yeah, that's yeah. If you believe magic. the Earth is round, like an idiot. Uh, so this that's guy is flipping the sun off. They're on some weird expedition to some weird pyramid. What a weird start that scene movie. felt so. Un- but then, how many times did they redub the scene? Is that the first time they yeah. did it? Because they did it again in X Men Apocalypse, yeah. and they did it again just now in Black Adam. They do it well. Yeah, I maybe mean, they're doing it forever. I mean, it's I know, it's, but it's so funny that it's like Scorpion King and. Yep, Scorpion King is a big one. And all too. that stuff. They go up. They go there. They find him. It's weird. It's not. It's not scary. It's not actiony. It's it's nothing. We see Triple H. That's cool. He's there. Uh, yeah, we gotta give like him his proper respect because like he was he was a big star at this point. This is when like Degeneration X was at its uh, climax. So he's out here. You know, he was he was a he was a get for this movie, and he already you know did his own stunts. Obviously, being a WWE superstar, so. Pretty cool. I mean, was he a great actor? Eh, nah, not. but I, I kind of love it though. Okay. He was okay. He's um, a fun henchman. Henchman number three, whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> dude, it's yeah. super weird. The, all that stuff's going on. So that whole storyline, the whole finding of of Drake and the, the idea that Dracula is supposed to... they It's so vague what the vampire's plans are. It's just this, this weird... That was weird. Yeah, they want <laughs> the vampires to take over as a race? Kind but like, of, they need like him because he doesn't vampires. die. In the, yeah, exactly. He doesn't like them anyway, but they need him so they can survive in the sun. But like, it doesn't ever they explain why blood. or how. You know, they never know. use his blood. They never take his blood. They never do anything with. I don't know. It's Natasha Leone also wanted his blood so she could, you know, make a another vampire slaying weapon. Yeah, super blood. Super blood's good. But that, so that story is. It gets set up. It'll cross over later, and then we had the other story going on. Sort of is like Blade gets tricked into killing a human instead of a vampire. Now he's wanted by the now police. Now he's wanted by the police. That was, I mean, that was an interesting take as well. Uh, we got to get our boy Whistler and we'll get to him. Like, he, yeah, he did, was one of the best cool. characters in the trilogy, but it's kind of a bummer that he was only in this one for <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so my, that might have been part of my issue. Like I said, I watched this first and I was, I was like, yeah, this Whistler guy is kind of weird. It makes so much more sense retroactively once you realize 
he's like was around the whole well, time. Well, yeah, you probably cool. weren't even like really focused on the fact. I mean, you're probably oh yeah, Jessica Biel's hot. I don't care about it. Absolutely. But, yeah, we'll talk about but that. But the fact that she's Whistler's daughter is pretty important, and I knew that because I watched the first like, because I had the three pack. I watched them in order, obviously. Yeah, so didn't didn't know any of that stuff, but so I didn't care when he died the first time I watched it, and I still don't care now because I think Rutch will have to be going back. I know when he dies and all that stuff, so it, it sort of ruins that moment. Although it's not like a epic moment anyway, it's sort of crappily done. I found it. You guys there can it see is. it, but I have it's, the three packs. Still in plus plastic or no? Show. I mean, it's no, no, it's open. Oh yeah, it's good. It's been <laughs> worn to shreds, but yeah, yeah, I got it right here. I don't even think I could use. Oh, my PlayStation has a disc on it. Still, I got the one with the disc thing, so I could probably watch DVDs. Uh, <laughs> you want yeah, to borrow so, a movie? I got a lot. So we sort of have that that weird story going on. None of the stories are any good. I think before we talk about like, if you want to talk about this movie, why does it actually suck? It's because none of the stories are good. None of it really makes sense. None of the goals of the vampires connect with what they're doing. None of none of what Blade is doing is anything. He's doing. He's absolutely. So, yeah, we need to elaborate on the fact that Wesley Snipes was fully out of his skull for this movie. He was. I I don't know. If so he I guess this drugs, is my question. He was like next level thinking he's a huge celebrity and like wouldn't didn't want to work with this crew he, like he tried to write a sex scene into the story with jessica biel just because he wanted to and everyone's like he... no <laughs> there's no reason for that they probably could have fit it in there's plenty of sex going on. yeah so yeah let's i got a question about it then i guess do we think that because wesley snipes he's he's full-blown gone now he's a weird guy he's doing too many drugs, all this stuff. Do we think that's why they just didn't write his character to do anything other than exist? Or do you think I think that it was had to poor be, writing? I think because he was already the star of the first two movies, they were kind of limited with what they could do. So it'd be like if you tried to do another season of Two and a Half Men after Charlie Sheen had fully, you know, lost it. And they didn't. They really brought in Ashton Kutcher for two and a so, half So you, you have to bring him back, but then you're like, we can't give him anything to act. Because he can't right. act anymore. Yep. I so he just he does just exist, which is a weird part of this movie. When you watch this movie and you really think about it critically, I mean, I'm actually he, curious how many lines of dialogue he has in this movie compared to the first two, because it is significantly less. He doesn't yeah, even narrate none. his own movie. I thought that was interesting. Ryan Reynolds narrates this whole movie. Yeah, he almost has none. I mean, think about like he's got that big long scene in the interrogation, never talks through it. All the exposition about the blood bank and stuff. He has like two lines during that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that he, like, that might be why they brought Jessica Biel in. Cause she could take on some of those lines and have it make some sense. But at the same time, it's like, I guess why he was pretty much almost never solo in this movie. He always had Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel with him for the most or part. Or he I wasn't mean. talking or he just, exactly. he was just, yeah, he was weirdly like mopey and like he delivered a lot of one liners in this movie, but nothing of substance some epic some epic one-liners of just absolute garbage um that's true for sure they're just they're garbage yeah i I think i agree with you i think it's actually because he just could not act at this point that like what are you gonna do you can't write yeah he went to prison he came back i heard he did well in the new uh coming to america movie i mean i'm sure he's he's doing fine now but you know at this point he was he was long gone for anything useful in a movie so essentially the only people who really have any sort of I guess you'd call it any sort of character growth in this movie. It really is a movie about Jessica Biel and a little bit about Ryan Reynolds, uh, him yep. looking and 
which both new to the franchise. I think that's another reason why it failed. They they didn't incorporate them that well. The explanation of why they're a group now was weak at best. Like all of a sudden, Wester's got a daughter that we thought was dead, and she's got a group of vampire slayers that's never been brought up to Blade before, and they've never crossed paths when Blade is the vampire hunter. It just didn't make a lot of sense. So this is, I think this is a good point of emphasis for this conversation because we always talk about Marvelous Depths and the idea is why do certain people connect with certain movies. When I first watched this, I never even like, it never even registered in my head that Trinity was like, this is the third of a, a set of movies. This was just a movie, had vampires, I watched it. So to me, like it doesn't, it makes sense to me that Jessica Biel and Ryan Reynolds are like the two most important parts of the movie because I didn't. We I didn't, didn't have, have the expectation the... that Blade was supposed this to be This is anything. so interesting. So you're, you're putting it into context, which makes it make a lot more sense why you liked this movie. But in that, I think that's a lot of why our views are very opposing because I did have the history of watching the first two. Yeah, yeah if you would watch better. the first two and then watch this one, you're like, why does Blade suck at everything all the time? Uh, so that is weird. But like I said, when I watched the first time, it just was like, oh, this is a movie about this hot chick and uh, this funny guy. And yeah, just this... so everyone knows, though, uh, number two was directed by Guillermo del Toro. So they had, like, a real director, and it was, you know, two years before this. I don't know how Wesley Snipes went from that movie two years before to this movie, but it was it was pretty stupid. Yeah, it is what it is. But I think the other thing that we need to discuss, because as we're talking about it, obviously we... Ryan Reynolds... Jessica Biel Gould get introduced and her introduction scene, by the way, in the weird, the weird fake, oh, the baby, weird fake and baby the, thing. Yeah, what a great odd. scene! What what odd. beautiful, just ter- first off, the action is actually really bad. It's it, like, <laughs> it's like it's weird pushing and then wait. My I turn. love how these vampire bros are just like they act like just drunk people. They don't. They're like, ah, she's hot, blow her kisses. And like, ah, now we're going to follow her. We're going to eat her. She, her daughter's an appetizer. I'm no, 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 bro. What? Super <laughs> weird. And it takes them way too long. The fake baby reveal. And she takes her thing off and she's all hot. And she's got a spike on her toe. And it's it's dumb. Yeah. And then like for the last move, she just finds a way to pull out a giant bow with a UV string. She's like, ah, look at that. Got to use it. Super like, cool. That, thing, that thing's dope, man. It uh, it's cool, but I don't quite understand how it works. But nope, nothing. Yeah, so she's nothing doing all sense. that. Ryan Reynolds is funny, though. I think again, this is before I really knew about Ryan my Reynolds. He's funny. Favorite funny. thing about this movie. He was my favorite thing about this movie, and I there's barely a close second. He was so funny. <laughs> he delivers his lines. He does the narration. He's just Ryan Reynolds. He he plays another jacked version. He literally of is playing Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. But yep. he is jacked out of his mind. That's He's the point. He's so buff in this movie. It's uh, crazy. So let's stop burying the lead because that's what this movie is. This movie, and I'll tell you right now, if there's any reason 12-year-olds really like this movie, it was because it, it just was pure was sex, sex appeal was the sex all the time. Appeal. It had the weird, hot, goth vampire thing that Ryan Reynolds was into. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. You know, Especially when you're like 12, what do you know? She just She's hot. She's pale white skin. That's different. You're into that sort of thing. Jessica oh, is the hottest the thing jokes. on the planet. Made me feel awkward because I didn't understand the comedy of him saying, "Oh, go blow your sister." Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I was like, "What?" 
what? Or just the say idea what? that her her fangs are on her vagina. Or, it's yeah, just like, like or she, she, she at one point she has dick envy. <laughs> like that's yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah, that that's great. <laughs> that, uh, that was some weird stuff, man. I was way over my head as a kid. I was like, I don't like this one as much as the other two. But here's the thing: it's it's not just it doesn't just like exist. It's a focus of it's this movie, focus. dude. Like, like you said, the Ryan Reynolds scene with his, like, he's got his shirt. He's got, like, jeans on and a belt, but his jeans are, like, just far enough down. Oh, like, that, I love the, his, the... his familiar tattoo is just right on his pelvis. Yep. He's like, hey, check out my pubes. <laughs> like, when he's like chained down, he's chained yeah. down and his pelvis is, like, just a little bit. And it's like, what is happening? Why? why Nobody so wears oily? their pants like that. It doesn't matter how jacked you are. <laughs> why did they take his shirt off when they were in Terry? I don't understand. And Jessica Biel, the whole time, she's, you know, she's got a midriff. She's looking hot. There's so many shots of her ass that it's unbelievable. Like, I don't even know what, how, mm-hmm. where, there must be at least a solid four and a half minutes of this movie is actually just, just, just shots. Just yep. uh, but even then, even in the action, even with their incorporating action scenes, she has to like take the sleeves off her shirt yep. so mm-hmm. she can use the bow a little bit differently, even though she's already mm-hmm. using it. But like somehow you have somehow the helps. sleeves unzipped and they're like dangling. So she looks even hotter. And you're like, what is, yeah. what is what's going on? But, they're trying I mean, to capitalize on. on the Lara Croft. When uh, you're when you're logo, 12, though, man. I mean that's hot. That's got it's got to be to someone. Yeah, to, that's like before you know what porn is. I, I was more into. People, uh, I suppose some people are into Alicia that one, Silverstone as Batgirl. I was more yeah, yeah. But that's, and then that's, also that's, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. I was like, this is something. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, right. The Uma Thurman's a little different, but the, I mean, but even that's that's so tame compared to what's going on in this when they're just like actively. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, for sure. Walking around. Uh, just trying to all have the sexiest outfits they can. Tons of blade, lines. Blade's just wearing his blade outfit. They gave him head tattoos randomly, which I support because they looked cool, but didn't give a real explanation. And like, oh my god, yeah. the 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 vampire sister who's like the lead, she was playing the character awkward, which it. it really shine through she did a great job because she's like what she thought that delivering the line what does the tattoo mean she thought that was like a burn and then she thought about it she's like ah that's not funny yeah that's 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 so funny he was self-aware of how bad the writing was or it was brilliant because it was written that way intentionally i don't i don't know yeah that sounds really good triple h is terrible it's actually oh, so it's bad. really bad <laughs> with the dogs. <laughs> um, yeah, the weird right. dog stuff I love, but everything else is super bad. The but the Drake, I think Drake might have the most just raw for no reason. Oh, just like the he's, classic. He's, let's this make is when Donald Purcell was like top tier looking, super hot, and yeah, he never he didn't wear a shirt really at all. Well, he, what he, was, was like that the, weird? The yeah, it's deep the deep v. It's the deep V. What was the weird scene where like they're running through apartment complexes? And he just steals a baby, and he's like, "Go, oh, so you gotta so catch this... me save the baby." Oh my god, this whole scene, this whole and is... <laughs> this whole thing is all incredible. Like for no reason, I think they're going to like see the doctor or whatever. Who cares? Yep. And they get up there, and Drake's at the top, and he's he's all looking hot, and he's got his he can morph into people, and yep. now he's he's morphed into power. someone who doesn't have a shirt that covers up his chest, and. They just take off running, and they all apparently they have super speed, but because it's such shitty choreography, you can't really tell that they're doing anything and just than just running normal speed. Yep. Uh, and they're jumping through. He's just like for some reason. Why is Drake running away? I don't understand. Other than he can't. Well, he's I guess. like super powerful. Like at that point, would have been an interesting fight. It's the worst chase scene ever. They're just they're chasing. He's 
He's letting himself be chased for no reason. Nothing's happening. And then he just gets to the end and he's got a baby. Uh, and it just drags on forever from that. Oh, point. the, just... like the point that it really, like it lost me a couple times, but the fact that blade literally says coochie coo to a baby. I'm like, you lost all of my respect. It's over. It's just Done. so good. It's just like, it's so, he's so awkward when he's standing there. Like before he's like, what are you going to do? Chase me or let this baby die? Like, I don't, wh- I don't know. I don't Honestly. know that baby. <laughs> why am i even chasing you like what am i chasing you for why are you running we no one knows anything yeah There's i don't no know who wrote this one man but it sucks so it yeah sucks. that's it's all it's all super bad the plot is terrible uh but the sex appeal is great and i kind of like some of the weird kill scenes i like the world building is the one thing i would hit on and i guess i'm a sucker for world building but i like the idea of there being a first vampire i like the idea of there being these blood farms and that's how vampires the more we talk about it the forever. more i'm like x-men apocalypse literally just did the same thing <laughs> they did this one they did, the first ever mutant they did uh, though i hated x-men apocalypse so it's maybe it's because i had seen this first i don't know i mean it's uh, also i mean apocalypse i believe his comic book thing was before i don't know it doesn't matter it's just semantics but yeah just another commentary anyway back to this terrible movie it's terrible. I mean, that's what it is. Is there any? Is there anything about it that was redeeming to you? I mean, the weird scene where Hannibal's like being tied down. We kind of talked about it already, but and then he like he starts stalling because oh, he realizes. The, the, yeah, this is going to be explicit in case that wasn't obvious. We're talking about a rated R movie, but he what does he call her? Uh, Come guzzling thunder. Oh, that's yes. my favorite insult of all time, and I've used it. Come guzzling thunder. Yeah, it's yeah, a, he it's a it. great line. Oh. It's a great line. I love it. That's. that's that was the thing that I took away from this movie that I'm like, that was my favorite thing of this movie. <laughs> that epic insult. That was, that was it. Brandon you know, was my favorite great. thing in this movie is, and I almost forgot it happened. There's like a weird scene where Drake like breaks into their office or whatever. And there's a blind chick and he like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Kills her or whatever. Yeah. It's super weird. And it's terribly done. And there's no, and the daughter hides in the vents. Yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. Who's the daughter doing? No one cares. Just no, there's no. The fact that they they exactly. introduced a team and then like 20 minutes later they killed all of them. Like, hey, they definitely tried to use that kid as like an emotional pull, and it did not hit. Oh, the weird scene where Drake but, is like interviewing the daughter, and then she's like, "My friends are gonna come kill you." Like, there's no way a kid would deliver that line. The kid would be bawling their eyes out. Anyway, that, that stuff. But the best part is when Jessica Biel comes back, sees the dead body. And she's overacting, and it's terrible, and she's crawling. Yep. And then, uh-huh. and the boys like, nice. use it. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's so good, dude. It's the creepiest. Use it. He doesn't like doesn't nothing. Comfort that, her. That's nothing. No, that, no emotion. Use what? Use it for use what? Use the anger. Hey, nope. Like, use it. Just, that's all he says. He's just, he's like standing in the hall. It's super creepy. You would have thought for sure, dude, he was about to have sex with her or something, which is probably what he tried to write in. Um, yeah. That, well, if I had to guess, I would bet that's where he tried to that, that sex scene. Right yeah, you're probably right. Uh, super weird scene. Yeah, he's just use it, use it. What? Use, it use for what? what? For what? I don't. I'm mad. Not, I don't get it. So super yeah. bad. The the final fight scene with Drake once he's in his full vampire the set piece of a fight stuff. scene where everything's exploding and everything's on fire and there's gas and there's vampires that. There's henchmen that don't do anything until it's necessary for them to do something and keep the plot moving. It was, 
It was a mess, dude. That's what the it whole, was. Yeah, it the was whole headquarters is weird. The dogs are I kind of like the vampire the dogs. dogs. The dogs are funny. Yeah, the fucking little Pomeranian <laughs> slides off the, out of the roof or yeah. off the top floor. That was that was good stuff. Uh, that stuff that stuff made me laugh. I like that everybody that Ron Reynolds just sort of had like some he is his job to kill the the other vampires that we know about because for mm. some reason, you know, which is a weird, interesting point for them to make. And Abigail's got to shoot the arrow with magic powers, I guess. Dude, it has the they got some of his blood, and they're like, "Oh, we made the cure." We and mixed the cure with his blood. It'll somehow magically disperse into the air. That was I don't know uh-huh. how that works. Yep. I also don't understand that. Like, yeah, like as soon as it comes into contact with his blood, that's when it'll go off. Like, bro, what? Yeah. It'll magically like, mix and then disperse. It didn't work on him, but he still had an arrow in him. And they're like, Dracula's going to do you this one last favor and transform into you. And we're like, bro, what? Bro, what? I what? Forgot. Why? I why did that happen? That. Yeah, it's the end of the movie. And then I was like, right. wait, why did you Why did you willingly do that? And then the body transforms back in the morgue. So it's not like it did anything other than get them to stop chasing Blade for like a couple hours. If it would have been like a final thing where they buried the body like that, then maybe. Yeah, again, I mean, his whole his whole thing, like he he seemed to Drake seemed to hate the other vampires. He seemed to like Blade more than them, but like he wanted to fight because of honor. He had to put on the weird samurai outfit. It's it's also good. Yeah, well, I love the, the I love the Daywalker aspect of the first two movies, and they just completely don't talk about it, don't care about it. They call him Daywalker. That's about the extension of it. It's just. He's a hybrid in because the actor sucked at this point. He didn't get to develop that cool. Like I'm with you on world building. If they would have built on the world they already started instead of doing all this weird nonsense in the third act, that was terrible. Yeah, you're right. You're right. If I would have, I agree with you. If I had watched him in the right order, I would probably hate this. Um, yeah, I just there's not much else to say. I think when when I look back at this and, and I you give me an honest answer, why do I not hate this movie? Probably because I think Jessica Biel, I used to think she was the hottest person on earth. She was like, that was definitely my thing. Uh, and so, you know, you're 12. You don't even realize what being sexually excited Yeah, means. I think maybe, yeah, the fact that I'm a couple of years younger than you and I, we watched it around the same time is probably a lot to do with it, too. I was like, I don't know, 10, 9, 10. I, was like, I wasn't really into girls at that point. <laughs> so that did nothing for me either. The movie just sucked all around. <laughs> It is super sucks. Um, and I was, you know, you like the whole machismo. You sort of, I guess when you're that young, you sort of like the whole blade. He's all stoic and cool. And you're like, yeah, that guy's a badass. You watch yeah. it now, dude. You're He's the reason a bunch of girls weren't getting danced with at middle school dances is what happened. Everyone's like, I want to look cool like blade kicking it in the corner, not kicking dancing the- with anyone. Uh, it doesn't work uh, unless nope. you're. Big, hey, yeah, if anyone is younger listening to this episode, which this one's going to be explicit, so I don't know if your parents are going to be mad at us, but, like, go dance. That's that's advice I could give you. You girls are going to like you, or guys. I mean, I'm not trying to pick one or the other. They're going to like you so much more if you just you just go dance. Yeah, that, definitely the answer is cool. always, the answer is always, especially when you're so young, the answer is always just put yourself out there. Just, yeah. just keep doing yeah. it. Keep shooting your shot. That's the way to do it. Uh, a little life advice here from your friends at the Marvel. Well, it's marvelous depths. I mean, we can we can go a little off the movie. That's the point. <laughs> I agree for sure. Uh, is there anything else about this movie that you feel like you need to hit on? Anything you remember about it? Like that specifically that you're just like, this is why I hate these movies still, or other movies like it. I think that's kind of what I get from it. Um, I I've learned. I think this why is, this movie bad. 
is bottom of the barrel in the superhero franchise. It's not the worst one, but it's definitely bottom 10 out of the, I don't know, 60 superhero movies at this point. It's not good. There's very little redeeming qualities. There's a couple that are a little bit worse, but this this movie just sucked, man. They, they, they tried to take it and make it into a Hollywood film where they get all these big stars, but then there's no substance behind it. And that's a complaint that some people have about like the MCU nowadays. And if you have that problem with the MCU, I dare you to go watch this movie and try and yeah, tell that's me what movies aren't good. Yeah. That's what I and I like I get it. And there's some movies like the new Thor. I could tell you, I think it's funny, I sort of like it, but I can see how it's yeah, it's why really it's not, getting negative reviews. Yeah, I get there's it. There's not a lot of impressive writing. There's not a lot of impressive storytelling. There's some clever things I like. But then you that watch thing does this movie. laps around this movie. The new Thor yeah. does laps. If you go back and watch Blade and you really realize that like Blade 3 is a movie where the main character doesn't do He's anything. not the main character. He's literally not the main character. He's there. Maybe he has the most screen time where his face is there, but he's not the main character of the story. There's no yeah. one that you could argue that he is. Everyone else it's, does more talking than him. Yeah, it's super weird. He doesn't grow. He doesn't get better. He like it does the whole like team thing. You're like, oh, but he never accepts the team. He never like he never grows with the team. Like, oh, now we're friends. He just sort of like lets them be next to him. He it's super weird. It's garbage. It's the garbage. second movie's so much better. They got Daryl from The Walking Dead as a familiar that you don't find out as a familiar until later in the movie. I mean, spoiler for Blade. Again, too, but, the like, idea of familiars so much better. My biggest problem is that I watched this one first. So like the idea of familiars is I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like that's only because it's the first time I'd heard about it. If you had already right. heard about it, the doctor reveal and all that stuff is lame. Yes, it is. it's lame. Yes, it is. It's There's, lame. It's all lame stuff. Um, I, I guess yeah. I mean, about. we're we're talking to a new generation of Marvel fans, Coach. If you guys are, you know, feel like you're up for it, one, don't watch it too young because it is they are rated R movies. But go watch them in order if you're going to watch them, man. Do not do what Coach did and then just shoot your shot going three, then one, then two. It's this is the machete order. Yeah, yeah, definitely do that. Definitely, Josh's advice is the right advice. Uh my advice, almost honestly, if you've never watched them, you like all the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now, you like the MCU, you listen to our podcast, obviously. My honest advice, don't watch them. You don't have to. Don't watch them until you watch the MCU version of Blade. Like, just go into that one clean, is what I would suggest. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with that advice, too. I mean, these are old, old movies. I mean, they're, the CGI is going to look old. The, the It's just going to feel old regardless. But if you do feel the need to watch these, they're all on Hulu. First two were pretty good. I enjoy them. The third one is just bad. We've already talked about it. I kind of still think the first one's lame. I think the, the second one, the second one is the best, the best one. The second one is the best. Yes. But I, I think they're all kind of still bad, but uh, I respect I like... the first one. I respect it for taking like, even what I said that they, they switched up the franchise. They had the campy Batman movie was the last like big superhero movie. And they, they, they took, right. their, they took their shot. They, they shot their, Shoot, shoot their shot, whatever. Yeah, much different Vampires. world back then when you didn't have universes. You could just be single movies. Um, all right, well, this was fun. I hope you guys are enjoying Halloween. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope this was a good time. And uh, like we said, hope you you learned just a little bit about our 12-year-old selves and 10-year-old selves and what we did yeah. didn't like. It's true. Uh, if you guys <laughs> are done with this podcast, you can watch the the, uh, the comic book club that I did with Noah. It was uh, Batman Haunted Nights. It's a prequel to The Long Halloween. It was a fun time. Interesting artwork, 90s stuff. 
have fun. Absolutely. And absolutely get ready for us. Uh, we're going to keep talking about Black Panther because we're excited about oh, it. Oh, so Black Week is coming up, Facebook boys and girls. And just get, get excited for it. We're glad to see the numbers are going back up. So we're, we appreciate you guys sticking, sticking through around through it all. And hanging out. All right. Don't have too much fun without us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, in case it wasn't obvious, we here at Marvel Stuff and the Gotham City Rogues podcast do not own any of the IP we talk about. We're just fans having a good time talking about the things we love.